Three Ways to Increase Spiritual Intimacy, Episode 4. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome back to week two of our intimacy series. Last week, I started talking about what relationship intimacy is. In that podcast, I gave an overview of intimacy, how important it is to develop it in our romantic relationship if we want to grow and become more connected. Then I shared five different types of intimacy that I am going to be taking some deep dives into over the next actually six weeks because in the middle of our intimacy series, I have an expert interview with Coach Amanda Lauder, who is going to talk to us about loving our sex lives. So that's a perfect complement to this whole series. Today, we're going to start the series off by talking about spiritual intimacy. Let's begin by defining what spiritual intimacy is And of course, this is going to be my definition of spiritual intimacy, and I'll explain why I am saying this is my definition. Last week in the podcast, I shared this definition of intimacy, which I will be sharing throughout the weeks as we dive into these five different areas. That definition of intimacy is showing a close union or combination of particles or elements, that intimate mixture. And then we're going to combine that with the definition of spirituality, which is a broad concept with room for many perspectives, but in general, how we will be looking at it as I am calling spirituality the sense of connection to something bigger than ourselves. And it typically will involve a search of meaning in our lives. To me, spiritual intimacy is being able to share your ideas about spirituality with your partner and allowing your partner to do the same in a supportive, non-judgmental way. Spiritual intimacy is that mixture of our ideas coming together, not to change one's belief, but to understand better and appreciate our partner. I have to be completely honest. The selfish part of me wants to say that spiritual intimacy is him having the same spiritual desires as me. And with that said, let me explain my definition. When I went searching on Google for a definition of spiritual intimacy, Of course, many Christian definitions came up, though I highly encourage couples to 
pursue this area before a marital commitment to make sure that they're equally yoked, the truth is that many of us are not. And the truth could be that maybe you were equally yoked when you got married and somewhere along the years, things have changed in your spiritual beliefs. In my relationship, I would say this is really the truth. It's an area that I seek to challenge myself to grow in. And so this is why I didn't include spiritual intimacy as a sense of unity and mutual commitment to God's will in our lives and our marriage. Because the two of you may not believe in the same type of God. You may not have the same beliefs. And though I highly encourage couples to pursue that equally yoked spiritual belief, because that means you will be going together in the same direction and you'll bring different strengths to the walk, which creates a deeper connection with each other and your belief. With my definition, how I'm describing or defining spiritual intimacy, I believe that that definition spans over all committed relationships, whether both are believers or unequally yoked. When we share our beliefs, it keeps us open and honest around our struggles, not defensive because the other one doesn't believe what we believe. Increasing spiritual intimacy is something I highly encourage my clients to to work on. And let me share my personal experience with spiritual intimacy in my marriage relationship because this, like I said, has been an area that I have struggled with. I am gingerly pursuing and moving forward with a whole lot of curiosity. Since intimacy is about creating a close union between a couple, all topics want to be brought up and explored together. Nothing should be kept inside, secret, and not shared because that restricts the union from growing closer. My personal experience has been that in the past, I have been insecure around my spiritual beliefs. When those spiritual beliefs were forming and I was exploring what I really did believe, I felt awkward talking about them out loud. And so this is where the problem started early on in my relationship with my husband. It looked something like, you know, me asking him if he was a Christian. Him, of course, saying he was because of the way he grew up, me just reiterating that my relationship with Jesus is really important to me. Is that okay? Him saying, yeah, of course. And that was pretty much where it ended. I might be oversimplifying it, but what happened later on in our relationship is this caused a lot of drama, so much so that it was the foundation of why I started seeking relational help. There was a point in our marriage where there was words that came up around who was more important to me. God or my husband, and my innocent response spiraled a threat of separation. In the end, it was actually one of the best things that could have happened for me in my relationship with my Savior and my relationship with my husband, because 
what happened at that point is I started working on me. I started really exploring what I wanted in my relationship with myself, what I wanted in my relationship with my Savior and how I wanted to live that out and what I wanted out of my relationship with my husband. I clearly see that that area of spiritual intimacy was missing. Because of that, we had put up a barrier to connecting more deeply in all areas of intimacy. And so I wanted to break that barrier down. The first step I want to encourage you to take when you're wanting to increase spiritual intimacy in your romantic relationship is to let go of expectations. It is time to stop judging and start exploring each other's beliefs. I love the emotion of curiosity. It helps me explore other people's beliefs and consider them within the context of my own beliefs. Does someone else's belief increase my current belief? I really say it always does. When we listen to someone else's belief with an open mind, we get to dig deeper into the whys behind our own belief because we can start questioning so that we can create a richer conversation. And yes, it may pull us away from what we currently believe. So when we're opening up to conversation with other people who have other people's beliefs, it may shift what we believe. But we wouldn't feel compromised by this poll because we've done our research. We've done our due diligence and recreated our own new beliefs. Secondly, Be open and honest around your spiritual beliefs. Even if you don't really know what those beliefs are, can you be okay with just saying, I don't really know, then maybe that you don't even care. And that could be the truth. And that can be all right. That doesn't mean that you can't have a conversation around it. Okay? So, Even if that means that you haven't thought much about your spirituality, that invitation to talk about our beliefs helps us to explore what it is we might want to believe and why it helps enrich our life experience. Why do you think we close up when a certain topic is brought up? It's often because of fear right? Fear of judgment, fear of someone disagreeing with our opinion and not being able to back up our opinion, fear of sounding stupid, or worse yet, someone telling us that we're stupid. As we continue to do this work of rewiring our brain, what we learn, as I spoke about in my previous article about other people's opinions, and you can go to the written show notes on my website to get a link for that that episode, other people telling us we're dumb doesn't need to mean anything if we believe that we're not dumb. Only when we believe what someone else tells us is that's when we get defensive and we lash out or we withdraw and just don't talk. The third way to increase spiritual intimacy is to embrace the discomfort around putting yourself out there. That word discomfort comes up a lot in these episodes. 
discomfort is what we need to embrace if we want to grow and improve and become someone different than who we are right now. If you and your partner have not explored your spiritual beliefs together as a couple, starting now will feel maybe uncomfortable. In pursuit of a more intimate connection in your relationship, what would you choose to do? I'm a big believer in planning, and this for sure is no exception. When you think about the goal of wanting to increase spiritual intimacy and conversation, what steps might you want to take? Now, this is completely personal, but let me share a few suggestions that I came up with. One, think of a good, simple question to ask. An example could be, what do you think happens when we die? This question has brought several interesting conversations for my family, and it's been fun to just open up and not judge people for what they're believing, they're exploring. Secondly, don't have any expectations or judgments around their response. The one rule I do have is when when we have these conversations is you can't say, I don't know. Included in that no expectations portions is to understand that your question may not be reciprocated. They may not want to know what your ideas are, especially if they themselves feel judged as not knowing the correct response. Yet the truth is, we already know there is no correct response. It's just their response. The third thing is after the conversation, then you can take some time alone in your quiet journaling time. You can look at what happened, what worked well, what you learned from the conversation, what didn't work. Maybe you got defensive and you don't make that mean that it was a complete failure, but you get to look at it and decide what you might do differently next time. I like to look at it as a fun game. It's like that game that you're searching for the next best avenue. And this process allows you to look at what you accomplished positively and learn how you can take that next step forward. And then the fourth thing is I love using the following phrase, which helps open up the conversation to going further versus shutting it down. I like to use the phrase, what I loved about that is. And then I reiterate or repeat something that they said that I liked. And then I say, and add something that I love about the topic or that I believe about the topic. And with this approach, every idea is appreciated rather than judged before the next idea is generated in reaction to it. Once we start opening up to sensitive topics, we start learning more about each other, which increases our desire to be with them and fuels the desire to know more. Also, we have to be aware of the word sensitive. Take time in your planning to understand why you haven't talked about these things and why they feel sensitive. One of the biggest reasons we feel sensitive is because we're opening ourselves up to be judged as wrong or ill-informed. And the process is really about learning how to be okay with that 
and not making it mean something about you, not making it mean that you're wrong. These exercises of opening up to a more intimate relationship with our partner are about exploring and learning, not judging one as right or wrong. I would love to hear about your journey to become more spiritually connected with your partner and what you have done in the past to obtain that result. And then as we go forward into this week, I would love to hear what you tried and how it worked. If you'd like more help learning how to start the process of becoming more spiritually intimate with your partner, please reach out. I'd love to chat about it. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to encourage you to please subscribe so that you know when new episodes are uploaded. Please share it with your friends and take a minute to give me a positive review. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and take a minute to give us a positive review and recommendation. It's super easy. All you have to do is scroll to the bottom of my episode page and hit that review button. And I look forward to hearing from you. See you next week, my loves. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you. (music) 